What do a dentist and a gynecologist have in common? Beyond Our Lips, a podcast where best friends and practicing doctor moms use their gift of gab and professional passions to entertain, educate, and inspire. But I could be wrong. Okay. I think we are in there like swimwear oh, for the moment. So, it's been approximately <laughs> 542 <laughs> days. <laughs> two months since we have... Not quite two. Well, yeah, almost two yeah, months. Yeah, probably two months. Since we have gotten together and it feels so good. I know. <sighs> Reunited and it feels so weird. It feels no. a little weird. No, it feels good. This feels great. This feels great. The world is weird. Yeah. I've been listening to a podcast called um, Staying In with Emily and Kumail. Kumail oh. Nanjiani and Emily, his wife. Okay. I forget her last name, even though Emily V. Gordon. And they are calling this period of time the weirds. I think the weirds is good. I kind of like it. Yeah. I've called all this weird because Knight likes to say weird a lot. <laughs> That's so funny. We have a um, we have a voice memo of Lou when she's probably about Knight's age, set calling everything weirdo. Oh, dope. Weirdo, yeah. And yeah. we were like, what do you want for Christmas? She's like, I just want to be a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> no, you like, will be. Right. That won't be too hard. <laughs> you will be. We just will be like, Knight, do you want this kind of weird looking chicken? And it'll be like, beef, you know. But we're like, it's chicken. It's just weird. And so now, like, almost everything will be like, no, that looks weird. And we're like, because mm, it's so not. So is weird good for him or weird is bad? It's just a way to say it's not what I'm used to. Yeah. Which well, that's pretty accurate, dude. Right. That's where we are. got it. <laughs> I genuinely, and I think I've told you this, reflected on our pre-COVID, the beginning of COVID podcast, the last one, mm-hmm. when you said cavities don't quit. <laughs> Come on in. And I was like, cavities didn't quit, y'all. They're still there. The cavities have not quit. That was quit, true. But. You did. <laughs> but we did. Like two days later, we quit. I was feeling really good. I was in a really good place. Like I had a handle on everything. And then it all went away. I felt like I was trying to temper you. Like it was no point in me being like, the sky is falling. You were really, really calm. I, I was trying, but I was very, very aware. But yeah, you were more aware than I was. Where I'm like, PCA, people going to die. <laughs> no, it's going to be bad. You didn't, you did not express that. But which do I go get your teeth cleaned. <laughs> if you're curious, go back and listen to the last episode. <sighs> and just remember, it, there's a little time stamp on that, that it was like early March. It was early March. It was probably like, like, was it the 12th or was it the 6th? I think it was the 12th. If it was the 12th, then I worked that following Monday and Tuesday, and then that was I'm it, I'm pretty sure it Haven't was, and I'm since. pretty sure that was the last day our kids went to school. <laughs> yes. And we didn't know, because we do this before they're out. Yes, wow. exactly. What an archive to have in our lives. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I do. It's interesting. And we did not get back together until... It was safer for us to be here. And we saw everything. We're still in a safer at home um, place here in Alabama. So the shelter in place has been lifted, but safer at home. And no more than 10 people anywhere. Right. And six feet social distancing. So there's been, it's like a soft opening of the state. And also 
apparently is including Dennis. So I Yay. will be returning next week. I'm so glad. How was your stay at home gig for I could talk. a while? I mean, how much time do you have? Like, I would need a whole nother six weeks just to explain all the emotions. But um, the the pros were sleeping in, which yeah. I would try to wake up around seven. So I wasn't sleeping in big time. But I mean, that's a that's nice. Seven, yeah. Seven's good. Oh, yeah. Staying up late, watching movies with the kids. Like, we've been doing the Marvel Challenge. Oh, nice. So we're on, which I'm kind of halfway. But I mean, I'm around it. Yeah. I'm not interested. I'm mouthing. I'm not interested. Like, I'm saying something <laughs> dirty (laughs) (laughs) many of the nights that they're doing marvel challenge i'm doing my puzzle or i have like a book on the couch but i mean we're still like snuggled together and like everybody in the same place which is cool we've been spending time outside exercising i've been doing a lot of continuing education and um you know other things i've brought my 3d printer home i've been playing with it and stuff so I feel like there were definitely times that were productive there were definitely times where I just wanted to crawl in, crawl in a hole and sometimes those things were like five minutes apart those yeah. two emotions so I, I told you I would um pull up the stages of grief just to remind myself which one I'm in right now and yeah. where I traveled from yesterday and <laughs> right. where I might could anticipate being tomorrow it's helpful to identify it yeah yeah yeah, totally. I will agree with that. We've had a lot more movie nights and this like, let's make popcorn and yeah. let's do this. And we should be that kind of family, but we usually aren't. And that's been the nice thing. Mm. And the Marvel thing, I left the hubs today making a list of the Marvel movies that's, in sequence. Yep, that's what we've been doing. Because yep. you may have seen on Instagram that he has set up the tent in the backyard. Love it. So he and Dean, the oldest are watching movies in the tent. I think all this is an attempt to escape from me and the little kids. (laughs) So they have been doing that and they've done it twice in a week already. And the tent, instead of leaving today, just got moved to a different area today. And then there was the list. So I feel like that's going to be their like, we have to do this in the tent. Alone. Right. (laughs) Well, there's something with the dad and his oldest boy i guess i mean stuff. i i like it they, i mean that that tent's actually quite cozy i that's went in there the really other day. i thought that was got really blow cute. up air mattresses in there like dean is gonna remember yeah. like hanging out in there and watching movies and yeah. stuff so that's pretty cool i mean i told Rhett he could sleep in my bed tonight she's like mommy you want to stay in the tent and i was like uh no <laughs> stay in the tent you stay with daddy <laughs> mommy We'll invite you to sleep with her. Big, cozy, yeah. open, wide open bed. Yeah. Um, exactly. Your life has changed in different ways. Oh, for sure. Um, I do get home almost every day for a nap, although I think that may start to curtail. I haven't done any routine pap smears in a couple months, which is not normal. <laughs> you know, I've been so thankful throughout this time for the pregnant people because they yeah. are my normal. Right. They're my like they're normal. North star. Yeah. yeah where I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm providing care that I know how to provide and get to hang out with these ladies who become your friends. over the nine to 10 months that they're there a lot. Delivering the babies is still just a really nice, joyous occasion. So that was my like this feels right and good mm-hmm. and then everything else it was just strange I mean the hospital's a weird place to be right now so if you can avoid going to a hospital right now do 
Highly, yeah. yeah highly yeah. recommend. Try to avoid that yeah. for sure. Um, Same kind of thing, like days where you feel really good and productive and then other days where you just feel like, what is this life? Or do you feel like yeah. your life has been a little bit more stable? I wonder that about people who have had to continue working or who haven't had as much of an interruption in their daily routine if they experience the same emotions that the rest I of us I guess it do. depends. Or do you experience a little bit more? I mean, like for me, it's like... I don't get to stay home. So Mm -hmm. when I know I'm seeing 100 people in a week, I feel very vulnerable, which I feel like a lot of healthcare workers and other types of workers, whether grocery store or, you know, environmental services and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. they can't escape having to be around people, which means they can't escape risks. Yeah. And sometimes that feels very like bummer. Yeah. I don't want to be taking this risk and I don't want to be putting myself out there because then that puts my family out there and then yeah. that, you know, so that felt weird, but the more you swim in that, it get you get, you have to, you have to desensitize a little bit to where yeah. like, no, I'm just going to do the best that I can, wash my hands all the time, wear my hair back, wear my mask on and press forward. Yeah. Cause I kind of yeah. feel like it's easy if you've been at home and avoided contact 100% or not yeah. easy, but it's like, that's a different place to be. And that's like the first time you see somebody, you think, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get it from this person because yeah. this is another human. Or yeah. It's like, it's like if someone, if you haven't been touched and someone just touches you versus like 20 people with their hands yeah. all over the place. It's yeah. like the difference between those two. Yeah. Feelings, I'm sort so. of desensitized to where like yeah. I see the people scared at the grocery store and I'm like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Listen, just grab your bread, silly yeah. person, and wash your hands. Um, yeah, it's been – oh, the grocery store. Let me tell you, that's been a whole new thing because yeah. I go most of the time because I'm already the one out. Like, my oldest kids have not sat in a car in two months. <laughs> <laughs> they've amazing. They've golf carted, but they have not, like, gone in the car. So I'm the one going to the grocery store, and when I go after work and I still have on my work clothes, it's one of two things. Like people just parting, getting away from me. You part they're like, the mm, works at a hospital. Uh-huh. Scary disease. <laughs> so like <laughs> they are like hightailing it away from the aisle. Or they're from six feet away telling me how thankful they are that I do my job. Both make me feel icky. I, yeah. It's not right. natural either one. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's very strange. That is interesting. But it's something I've never experienced before. Almost military-ish. Yeah. Reminds, you know, because how they're, thank you for your service. And then people, like, yeah. are not sure how to uh, act around them and stuff. I didn't think about yeah. that aspect. They are scurrying away or they're going, I don't know what you do, but I'm so thankful you do it. And I both make me feel real icky. I just want to, like, yes. <laughs> look at it and get out. It makes me feel weird. Um, but it is very kind of them to say. I'm not saying that's not, but, you know. The grocery store is a whole new world, for sure. I mean, like, we've got the directional lanes. We've got, I feel like, like the more time we get to adjust to all this, like, the more intense Yeah, all of it gets. Yeah, definitely. I mean... The lanes, people are wearing, you know, the mask, which is fine. I wear a right. mask when I go to the grocery store, too. And the plexiglass and, you know, just the whole scene. But it's 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 calmer. I went yesterday yeah. and I was able to just get, like, 
a hundred dollars worth of stuff instead <laughs> of like three hundred and fifty dollars. Ever thought we might ever need yes, anytime. Exactly. And yeah, kind of nice in a way. Uh, I don't know if it's a false sense of security, but who we're knows? getting the safe practices at hand a mm-hmm. little bit, and mm-hmm. that's a cool thing if we're going to be in this for a while. So, bravo to those people who are kind of making those changes and adjustments and doing the things. From a medical perspective, I wanted to hit some on telehealth because if you are not familiar with what all that means right now, mm-hmm. it's been really, really cool. Like I have had, gosh, up to like 30 to 40 telehealth visits on the weeks that I'm doing telehealth. And I've never thought to do a visit with the gynecologist ever over the phone. And you can't do all things over the phone with the gynecologist. And um, some doctors uh, have platforms where they do like FaceTime or video um, where you see each other. I've chosen to do only visit levels where you can talk to them on the phone about what's going on. And there are a number of things that you really can dive into things Mm -hmm. like what are my birth control options? Obviously I can't place a long acting birth control, but we can certainly talk about risk and benefits and which ones we can do from afar on the phone. And we can talk about like menopause and whether or not you'd be a good candidate for any medical intervention with things of that nature. Or if you had a recent history of certain, you know, gynecological infections or problems, you can call them, you can talk to them about what's going on and you can make good medical decisions from afar with those things. Obviously, if you have something I need to look at or you need to do a routine screening, that is something that we can't do from afar. But I've enjoyed it a lot, actually. That's great. Yeah. I'm sure it's awesome for the patients, too, because you're saving yeah. them from having to go oh, and my park. Goodness. No parking and deck fee. All of that. And if they have little ones, babies, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a postpartum thing or exactly. or, or whatever other situations where it's hard for them to yeah. leave, it's just you, you kind of get it knocked out in such a shorter amount mm-hmm. of time overall than you, you would. And you figure out who needs to be present and who doesn't. You spoke of postpartum. For the most part, if your pain is improving, whichever route that baby came out of, if your discomfort from wherever the baby escaped, whether it's your abdomen through a C-section or your lady parts otherwise, if that pain is improving over time, then the incisions probably are doing pretty well. Touching base over the phone helps me gauge like mood and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, birth control desires for later if they exist. And so a lot of times I'm doing screening and some postpartum visits from afar as well. Mm Mm-hmm. It has been great. I hope that insurance companies really think hard over long term because, you know, we talk all the time about how the trajectory of every world is going to be different totally. now that we've been forced to handle it this way. Totally. I hope telehealth never goes away. That's awesome. I so would, you could see yourself having some telehealth half days or days like every week and just set them up like appointments. Sure. And, if insurance yeah. doesn't bail on it. Right. That's that's a big question. I just hope they extend and extend and extend forever. And then they see this as a healthy avenue to safe explore, to save. Yeah. It's interesting because... Um, the board, the Alabama board has actually that one of their their primary one of their primary recommendations is that we triage via via telehealth or teledentistry, whatever you want to call it. Clearly we can't do anything much procedure wise over the phone, but we can do like a consult. What are you looking for? What do you need? What are your symptoms? And then when they come in, they know exactly what they're coming in for. We can explain the procedure over the phone. And so same deal. Um, the insurance companies are reimbursing for teledentistry. 
and never have before. Now, this is in Alabama. In other states, I know it's different. But thankfully, one thing Alabama is doing right is this. And so I thought about that. I thought about, I wonder if this will continue into the future because it'll save us chair time because every time a patient comes in, it may be a consult, but you still have all the disposables, all the waste, you know, you've got, you know, all the the chair time and things like that for just a conversation that could really just as easily take place over the phone. I really... I think it's a great option. I cannot tell you the number of times in a week I get a question from a patient, either through a patient portal or through a a phone message. And my words are always make her an appointment so that I can have that conversation. And now I'm using make her a telehealth appointment more often than I, I could have ever imagined. And so getting to, you know, talk to patients without them literally going out of the way to come see me it's cool that's great I I mean I'm thankful for something positive that can come out of this honestly right it'll be interesting to see how we incorporate that I've done some emergency teledentistry like so I've been off for a week and a half I've probably done maybe 10 and then I mean week and a half a month and a half I've probably done 10 teledentistry calls it's a little bit um, murkier in dentistry because I think I know in medicine y'all's coding is so particular but it's just like it's hard for me to really determine because I've probably triaged at least another six or seven um issues that people have right via like text messaging or instant messaging on Facebook or different things like that so it's hard to really necessarily draw that line of well that was that a tele health thing or not I mean I did help them I I was able to communicate something to them but it wasn't officially a telehealth thing so it's it's got still some things to work out but some kinks yeah yeah it's much more difficult for you there yeah and for me like it's very clear like my staff is saying you will have a telehealth appointment she will call you between 9 30 and 11 30 if you miss the phone call that is a missed appointment interesting there's definite verbiage whole protocol yeah good I like that I mean, I made it up. Of course. (laughs) Everybody's making everything up right now. Well, my thought process was how many of us have been told we are your cable guy and we'll be there Mm -hmm. between 9 and 12. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They come at 1. I won't. Yeah. But, you know, like you must take off and pause your whole life so that you'll be there when we arrive. And I was like, well, if we can do that when we need to have our cable, our phones, our internet worked on. Yeah. Then if they need to speak to me, then they can be available by telephone. For Good a couple hours. That, that seems doable. And it's working. Yep. I remember really early on you were you were wanting some telehealth in your life. And it just, the infrastructure just really wasn't quite there yet. So it's awesome to see that how far it can come in a short amount of time. I mean, it couldn't have happened fast enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We won't get into that. But I do, yeah. I do remember us having a conversation. I don't know. Maybe it was five years ago or maybe it was a month and a half ago. Right. Or maybe it was it yesterday. I have no clue. <laughs> great um that has been definitely a big change I've I'm having to come up with all I mean we have some guidance um but I'm having to filter through it all Mm -hmm. and come up with the exact protocols and things and ways that we're going to do do dentistry going forward and so that's been kind of different I haven't really even thought that I would have to think about it until this week and so now I'm trying to put all of those things into place but if Publix can figure it out and Chick-fil-A has figured it out they're doing a good job then I'm sure that we'll be able to figure it out too oh for sure yeah Yeah. and it just takes time and planning and, and you've got to research and look at all different kind of sources and my key point is that I'm not rushing it I mean there are people out there that need us and 
I am chomping at the bit. I mean, I'd give anything to drill on a tooth right now at any point in this past six <laughs> No, weeks. thank you. <laughs> Would you, you like not for me to drill? These. I've got all my stuff downstairs. Um, but but I think the key here is just going to be to like take our time and make sure we do it right because once we implement the all the systems correctly, we're just going to be able to go from there. So that's my hope anyway. I hope so too. Yeah. Um, I thought to to think about it because us with our patients, it's hopefully fulfilling a need for them and mentally and emotionally and career wise, it's certainly filling a need for us. For but sure. during this whole thing, as like a doctor mom, it became like, do we need money or am I Mother Teresa? Right. Like it was complete. One was not equivalent to the other. And I feel like this was kind of important to say because, you know, you and I were talking about it and I was like, I feel very maternalistic. I need to keep all these people safe. Safe, yeah. And then, on the other hand... I need to feed these people at home. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? But, you know, you know which win that wins out. I mean, you have to do what's right for the patients ultimately as long as you can survive otherwise. But that was a weird choice I had to be thrown into where it's like do you see them for their past year or do you cancel them on I chose cancel them all before I was even told to because you just can't have them come in to see you out of I just feel like at the end of the day like anything you could have quote gained you know is just not worth the risk and at the end of the day it would have been an empty gain right and the only wrong choice you can make during all this and this is something I've said to certainly people who are um the boss of me and (laughs) my partners the only thing you can do wrong is too little yeah that's it yeah it's so true I know it's so true. And I know everybody's navigating that balance as best they can. And it's it's a different time now even than it was then. But to not acknowledge that some things had to change then. Like we, we kind of had to change some things or stop if we could. And thankfully I was blessed and I was able to stop. Because my job is, I guess, borderline on the essential spectrum or not essential. But... You have to acknowledge that that things have changed. So as you go back, you can't just say, okay, they said we can open our door, in my opinion. They said we can open our doors. Let's just go on full force like we were doing before. Like, I just, I don't, I think that's just a little bit. Still be uh, mindful of what's still going on. And I heard someone liken it to dance. Like, we're going to dance. We're going to take the floor. And then we're going to have to take a chair and take a floor and take a chair over the next few months to years or whatever. And I was like, I like that. Like, you know, get out there, do a little bit, see what happens, come off. And I like it. And I mean, hopefully, you know, there are businesses who may not be able to, to stay open doing that. Hopefully they will between government help and, and being creative and finding other ways to provide your services or, you know, for most, for a lot of them, you know, you can just pause for a little while or just take it slow for a little while. I, I also felt like I would, I feel like I would rather have a slow start than to go full force and then something really crazy happen that's going to really shut me down for a while. So we're all just trying to figure it out though. We're all just trying to figure it out. Nobody really knows. These are, I'm sick of hearing it. So I'm not even going to say it. Uncharted waters. Weird. Unprecedented times. Living in the weirds. <laughs> I like the weirds the best, but uncharted waters I've heard. Like, there are certain phrases I that after this is all over, God knows when it'll be over, I don't know. But when it is, <laughs> I never, 
ever want to hear them again. Yeah. Right? Social distancing. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want any. Unchartered waters. Unprecedented times. I know. I mean, oh, You I know, Rhett, the, just yesterday, was washing my car, and he had the hose and was spraying it off, and he goes, remember the old times when, when Dean's friends came over and helped wash your car? <laughs> the like, old times. The old times were last summer, Rhett. <laughs> Oh, oh, that is horrible. Remember so the beautiful. old times? I wonder if in their little minds, if they feel like this is endless or something. I don't. I don't know. You wonder. I don't know. For a while, I just wondered if they even grasped that it was happening. True. Clearly, and now I'm aware. They're aware. Mine are still tickled that they're out of school. Period. Like right. they're just at the end of the day. That's all they care about is I'm not in school. That's great. So I mean, we're Look gonna there. go with that. You know, if they need therapy later. We'll get them some therapy. We'll get them some virtual therapy. Because there's a lot of virtual therapy going on right now, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, they really changed fast. That's amazing. That was awesome. Because that's another great thing you can do. Yeah. I think virtually. And it, it might be even easier for some people because you're not having yeah. to look at somebody in the face and tell them stuff. You know, you're just <laughs> telling them over the phone. I've even seen people that text with their therapist. I mean, if it works for both parties, mm-hmm. why not? I know. I know. I'm going to have to harass my therapist to give me her <laughs> cell phone number. I mean, and that, the um, Better Help or whatever, which they're a, a lot on podcasts is an ad. They say they're available like 24-7. I don't know how that's possible. But, yeah. So, they're probably getting middle of the night calls and texts and stuff all the time. I don't know. But. Nothing in my realm needs to be addressed. Other yeah, than babies. in the middle of the night. Only babies in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, I don't have too many middle-of-the-night concerns either, thankfully, but. What's been your favorite, like, have you had a favorite meme during the current times? Oh, wow. God, there's been so many. And actually, I was talking to my friend Julie the other day, and she was like, the memes are, like, getting me through. I love times. it. I've never been someone who scoured the internet for memes. Yeah. But now I am. And most of mine are, like, ob memes, because I am in the ob groups, and they're, they just do a bunch of those. There's so like, been a few. When will this end? I can only speculate. <laughs> That's gyno humor. I love it. <laughs> I like it. Um, of course, it was like stay home or your gynecologist could be intubating you. That one was going around early on. Yeah, that's some Grey's Anatomy kind of stuff. Nobody <laughs> wants that. <laughs> um, I don't know, but there have been some, some things that have helped me get through it, like some comedians, you know, podcasts and different things like that that helped me get out of it. Absolutely. Keep it light. Yeah, try to find time to laugh and have fun and, you know, in the weirds. Yeah, enjoy your friends and family. You heard all this beyond our lips. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Beyond Our Lips. We hope you have been entertained, educated, and inspired.